0: We have an awesome startup here that's going to be playing in just a few seconds. Thank you, Jeffrey. Awesome song. Awesome. He did an awesome job.
1: (laughs) Witch Talk Radio with
2: Dark Lady and Raven.
0: And it disconnected connected us, and then I had Shut to go down. through everything and restart it. Sorry so, about that, guys. You're going to have to call in, which is okay. Yeah. Um, and the number is 516-387-1365. So if you want to call in and talk to us, we're here. Waiting with bated breath. Oh, yeah. And today's guest is a Salem witch. Um, her name is Yulia. Yulia Applebee. Applewood. <laughs> oh, she's an Applebee. Mom. Love Applebees. No. Uh Applewood. And she's uh from Salem, Massachusetts and a psychic and um I talked to her a couple of days ago. Is that the for day for about forty five minutes? Is that the day that uh you know, you said bye honey and yeah. you kinda of left me off to bring the girls Yeah, up. and usually I and help have- her take the girls out to the car and help her get get everything in the car. Because, you know, being a mom and two little ones, she has a ton of stuff that she has to my bring hus- in. My husband says I'm moving every day. Yeah, that's about the truth. Well, that night I just kind of went into my room and, and talked to Yulia. And uh, it was fun talking to her. So you guys are going to enjoy this very much, I promise. I feel knowledgeable knowledgeable I feel really bad that the chat's not on, but I don't want to risk it. <laughs> yeah, no no my my Apple computers like uh, very touchy these days.
2: It's it's constantly
0: PMSing. yeah, majorly. So Yulia um, is uh, also she works for Hex um, in Salem, Massachusetts uh, that is uh, owned by Christian Day. And I'm reading one of his books right now called The Witch's Book of the Dead. And it's very interesting. Um, There's a lot of stuff in there that I know already from just the blood in me, you know, from my ancestors. But there's um, a lot of stuff that I don't know that is very interesting. And so if you get a chance, um, if you like necromancy or if you're a necromancer like me, uh it's a good book to get and, and read. So just putting a shot out there. So, Raven. Uh you know what? Hmm. When you said putting a shot out there, I should have a little thing on the side right there that does, does a, a, little... a shot Bing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we could go like this. <coughs> that works too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So tell me, anything happening in your part of the world? Of course most of the most of your world's here with me, so most everybody on Facebook knows my world. Oh, that's true. Everybody knows. Ravens. It's Raven World's turns, you know. Yeah, my Raven World is pretty crazy with the kids and life yeah. and trying to find a new place to live and just mm-hmm. everything in mm-hmm. general. Mm-hmm. You know, typical life stuff. So, like the other day, uh, her oldest one was torturing my cat. No. No, my- no, wait a minute. She was torturing my cat throughout. A few oh, days, yeah. and so my cat was really on pins and needles. And when her little one started crawling towards her, she's a year old. um, My terramisu got her right in the face. So yeah, that was that was uh, really. I didn't feel. I felt bad for the little one because she didn't know. You know, well, she no, no, saw no, it She thought she's beautiful. It's, and, no, no, it's that little popcorn machine thing. That yeah, Annie it, rolls it was the popcorn, around. and, and she you know, was going after the little thing that little toddlers like to play with. Where they push and it does that loud pop, 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 yeah. pop. Yeah, my dad yeah. calls it the popcorn machine, which confused me at first until he told me it sounds like popcorn, and I'm like, uh-huh. oh yeah. Uh-huh. So she didn't like that so I'm in here working on the computer and Freya kind of gets out of my eyesight for one minute. I knew where she was. I just didn't, I thought she was going over to play with something and she had been over there earlier. And all of a sudden I hear, a, and I'm like, Oh crap. And a baby crying. And I'm like, Oh man. <laughs> so I, I, Jumped up really quick. I was on the phone with my husband. I jumped up real quick. I went over and checked on her, grabbed her. And the shocking thing was, was Freya actually was protecting her face. She had her hands up over her face, and she was leaning backwards, which she's only a year old. How does she have the knowledge to protect her face? Uh, Past life experiences. Possibly. Hmm. But she uh, got a little scratch over her temple, and it kind of freaked me out because the temple is the softest part softest part of your head and yeah, she's actually healed up now. I know, it's And then just very long 12 just, hours. Yeah, just uh, about a week before that Annie was running on the same side <laughs> and fell and smacked her ear on the side of your freaking bed frame. You have a true. king bed here uh-huh. and you have a good two inch gap uh-huh. on your bed frame uh-huh. that yeah, she was uh-huh. able to smack. And so she got a big old bru- bruise Huge year. Yeah, yeah, we we put ice on it, gave her Tylenol, and uh, she, now it's not really bruised at all. Yeah, it looks pretty good. It looks pretty Feeling bad there nicely. for a while. So. We're just kind of chilling. Nobody's calling in. Yeah. Come on, guys. Okay, our phone number is 516-387-1365. Or. Or you could do 516, 387, 1365. There Call in. Go. Call in, guys. Call in. I was thinking about maybe um, talking about different types of herbs for poppets. Give me that paper. Yes, paper, paper. I, I am the world's worst person when it comes to I write so much. And I'm trying to teach her. To like speak, we have a caller. Speak, speak. All right, Mom. hello.
2: Hello hey. there. Hello. Hello. Hi, this is Julia Applewood.
0: Hey, hey girl. hello.
2: Hi. How
0: you doing?
2: I am well. How is everybody there? Doing good.
0: good. Doing good. Are you working today or?
2: I was working today. I just got home a I'm little working. while ago go. I'm covering for two of my colleagues at the store. Um, oh. So it's been a good day. Um, uh-huh. Salem's, Salem's always magical. I know people tend to think of it um, as a gathering place around Halloween. But we really are magic and witchery 365 days a year. So every day I get to go to work is a day I get to practice and play and work with spirit. And it's just, it's such a blessing. I couldn't imagine a better life for myself. That's for sure.
0: I sure would like to go up and visit. Yeah. We're going to make
2: a trip over there for sure. If
0: I can be away from, we would
2: love to have you down to visit for sure. There are so many interesting things to do.
0: And now that I know you, I could come into Hex and say, "Hey,
2: yeah, <laughs> up, Heck, you can <laughs> stay with me if you want to." <laughs> there
0: you go. Yeah. That'd be fun. Well, yeah. um, let's see. What do you want to talk about? Talk about your path, or we could start um, there.
2: Yeah, we can talk a little bit about my path. So okay. I like to tell people um, I'm a natural-born medium. And so this means that, uh, and I know Lori, that you've had this experience as well. Um, But I experienced spirit throughout my life. So even some of my earliest childhood memories were of seeing my paternal grandmother who passed before I was born, standing over my crib, singing me songs, telling me stories. And when my family would sit down and look at the photo albums, I would point to a picture of my grandmother and say, oh, that's Grammy. She used to tell me stories. She used to sing to me. Um, she she would, why, why isn't she always around at the holidays? Why isn't she here when Yaya, my other grandmother who was alive, is here? Um, those kinds of questions. And my mom would say, oh, honey, you must be mistaken. You never knew Grandma B. She passed before you were born. And I was insistent. So we would go back and forth about that as a family. Um, But so that was kind of the first inkling. I also had imaginary friends that I thought that were like most children have imaginary friends. Um, Mine might have been a little different. I had this one imaginary friend that was uh, uh, actually a spirit, but I didn't find that out until much later. Um, She was kind. She was in her late teens, early 20s. She carried a baby with her everywhere she went, and her name was Kelly. Um, Mm -hmm. She was comforting and playful. And when I took possession of my family home, I found out that the 1800s farmhouse adjacent to the property had an Irish family living in it. Now the Irish family had a young daughter and she was married and had gotten pregnant and had passed away during childbirth and the baby had passed away as well. And so I am convinced that my interactions with the spirit when I was a child are this were actually this particular woman from history. And that's something I like to do with my mediumship is I like to find a way to validate the information. Sure. So um, so I tend to focus on things that are, um, I tend to work with spirits that are people we actually knew in life, if that makes sense. I would say that's the majority of my work Uh um, or the majority of my mediumship readings.
0: Huh? Do you ever now?
2: <laughs>
0: oh, I'm sorry. I, Go ahead. It's oh, so yeah, I know. There's a little There's bit of a lag. lag there, isn't there?
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Is there?
0: Yeah. Um. That's okay, though. Um. I was wondering, in some of your spirit dealings, um, I have a lot of people coming to me about demons and stuff, and that's not really my my bags, because I really don't believe in them. I believe in angry spirits, but not mm-hmm. demons. And I was wondering yes. if you, um, you know, ever experienced one. I'm, I'm curious because I've never had. I've experienced I have... angry ones that can be looked at as demons or misunderstood as them, you know, as, as something that is, not good, but um I've never really met one that's that is a uh you know an evil evil entity of darkness and doom and
2: right you know,
0: death and, and all of that kind of stuff. I've never met one of those, so i'm just curious I haven't
2: think. either yeah, I'm just gonna throw that out there. I haven't either, and mm-hmm. I don't particularly. Well, the word demon comes from daemon, right, which means spirit. Um, And so then when that word became an English word, it took on a more negative connotation. Uh Um, And basically what we consider demons in Christian belief systems are potentially or were potentially deities from an earlier belief system or an earlier faith. And what was actually done with these spiritual beings or entities is they were divided out. The ones who performed good tasks were considered angels and the ones that were more, um, dealing with the lower either enlightening humanity in Areas of magic, that's one of the reasons why demons were considered, quote unquote, evil, is they had the potential to empower human beings to become Um, godlike. So that's one of the reasons demons were considered an evil thing. Um, Mm -hmm. I have never met an entity that is purely evil, negative, purely, you know, the stuff of horror films. I have right. not encountered one of those.
0: Yeah, me neither. So when people come to me with this, I don't know how to tell them. You know, <laughs> I don't know if it's like in their mind or their their upbringing or it's just what they're thinking in their head. What it, it's an energy. I, what I believe is that magic is energy, and we all get it mm-hmm. from the earth and inside ourselves and outside the earth, you know, like the universe and all mm-hmm. of that energy and that's what we manipulate and use. And absolutely. I know that the astral realm. <laughs> I wish I knew when I traveled in the astral realm. I sometimes I get a little glimpse, you know, when I wake mm-hmm. up. But I I just wish that I could know where I go. I don't know, but Maybe someday, I will. maybe I'm not supposed
2: to, I don't know. I don't think you are. But I I think there are some things we're not supposed to know. Yeah. That's a, That's something that I believe to be true. And it's something I always, it's a little joke I usually start off with at the beginning of my seances. Uh-huh. I explain a little bit about a soul's progress after death. And then Mm -hmm. I say, but of course I don't know the whole process because if I did, I'd write a book and I wouldn't wouldn't need (laughs) to work. Um, So yeah, um, yeah, it's it. But there is so much there is so much out there, and there are so many different aspects to the soul. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something. that there and there are so many different ways of looking at how the soul functions within and outside of the body, and oh, yeah. so I think that informs a lot of people's feelings and belief systems
0: Mhm
2: do you think
0: that okay, like our ancestors before the Christians came, um, mhm, do you think that most of the beliefs um, is Chris from Christian, you know, nowadays. What am I trying to say here? <laughs> I, uh, I'm trying to explain. Most of okay, there's us over here, and then there's like the uh, the rest of the world that doesn't believe like us. Uh, uh-huh. Are you trying? Hey, the way that the the other religions believe now, is that built into them? Or yeah. Can you, you think maybe it's in there, because it's been so long. It's in like us DNA. in our DNA, what we know. Is that mm-hmm. kind of like what the Christians are now because they've been thousands of years?
2: Oh, you mean almost like evolutionarily yeah. Yeah. becoming aligned with a certain belief system
0: yeah Yeah. okay um possible i don't know
2: so what i think is this is this is my belief system and it it, feel free to agree or disagree but (laughs) i think that every single religion has magic be christianity uh judaism they just call it different things. Uh Um, So in Christianity, if you're talking about high church Christians like Catholics and Episcopalians and Orthodoxies, you get, you have the whole idea of transmutation. When you take communion, Uh those high church branches of Christianity believe that you are literally taking the substance of Christ into your body and Mm -hmm. that it becomes the substance of Christ when the priest performs this magical act up at the altar, this ritual. Mm -hmm. So I see witches as people who practice magic without a license. We get to practice magic outside of a hierarchical system and structure. And I think that's part of why witches have always been feared because we take magic outside of, a larger ethical structure and we make our own decisions as to what is just and what is not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're not, so not following. So I think that those aspects of ourselves that are magical, I think everybody has that. Even, even people who are in Christian faith from the very beginning, everybody, you know, and their ancestors go all the way back to the disciples. Um, You know Everybody still has Magic in their blood That makes sense
0: Yeah Because I see the
2: path of the witch As something that's endogenous To oneself It's something that is true of you Um, Mm -hmm. It's part of your nature And it does kind of crop up Through that ancestral memory Which is passed on Epigenetically But I, don't know. I I think that there's also the aspect of magic that's a choice. That's it's t- making that choice to empower ourselves and to empower the people we love.
0: Right, that's what we um,
2: do.
0: Try to. And
2: one of one of the things that draws me, I'm more of a folk magician than a ceremonial magician. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sure you knew, know the distinction between the two, but I'm <laughs> going to explain a little bit for our listeners. Um, yeah. Ceremonial magic is more, it tends to be more about the ritual. It it's tends high. to be more high magic. Yes, it tends to be more delineated, organized, stricter correspondences. Um, you're inviting um divine beings to come to you, those kinds of aspects. Mm-hmm. Folk magic, which is more of what I practice, is yes. something that comes out of people who are, tend to be socioeconomically disenfranchised and mm-hmm. don't have access to means of justice or recourse to advocate for themselves in their culture and so in order to empower themselves and give themselves a sense of validity they Mm -hmm. have turned to they use magic to empower themselves and to give them what society hasn't given them i see witchcraft as a way of creating equality in our society
0: Mm -hmm. well i believe that one I know that magic works. I've seen it work so many times that uh, I have no doubt in my
1: uh, mm-hmm.
0: in that. So, yeah, it's uh something that always has been with me too. Back when I was 5 years old, and I did wish magic to to change some rocks into some something different, you know, when I mm. I didn't know what I was doing, but um i just had such strong intent to change these rocks into something pretty that that's what they actually did so and that's when i found out that mm. there's magic and but i didn't know what it was at that time i just
2: of course uh, not i don't think any of us do in the beginning mhm
0: so and then uh as i went along i was in a christian family and was in a Pentecostal church and all that, and I was really confused. And um, then as I went along, um, I started getting visions and uh, seeing spirits. Of course, I already did that, but it started getting stronger and stronger. And then about 30 years ago or so, I started practicing Wicca. You know, I think that's where mm-hmm. everybody started in the beginning. I didn't. Yeah,
2: everybody starts with uh, Raymond Buckland's Big Blue yeah,
0: yeah, I was uh, <laughs> Raven Wolf. Yeah, she was one of my, anyway. And so I read Buckland and Raven Wolf, and I read... Uh,
2: Cunningham, I imagine. Oh,
0: yeah, Cunningham. And all those guys, and I took what what I it, what resonated with me, and I went with it. So I was Wiccan for in the closet for quite a few years, and then about I don't know twenty years ago or so, I kind of came out of the closet, told my guy, and he freaked out, and you uh-huh. know, yeah. But uh, then oh, that's
2: I, that's fun when you're dating. I've got a good story around that. Too. Oh
0: well, that was my. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then as I went along, so about fifteen years ago, I started turning into the gray area, and I said, you know this uh, this threefold law and this other crap. No, that's just this. Is, this I, I don't like being following rules. It reminds me of the Christian dogma, and I don't want to do this anymore. So then I I moved into the gray area, and now I'm kind of going towards more black, gray. You know, that way. Mm-hmm. So that's even though a lot of people say, Well, I don't look at myself as a colour, but I look at that because um uh we got a little one crying there. No, Annie woke up got up woke up her sister and now they're both crying. Oh great. Why did
2: she wake up? <laughs> Sorry. You know, it's doing no a problem
0: got little guys, it's it's difficult, so
2: Oh, it's anyway. like a fireside chat in our living room, right? Yeah, there
0: you go. Yeah. Oh, dear.
2: Anyway, so
0: I'll just keep going here, and Mom, will go try to take care of them. <laughs> Good
2: luck.
3: Aw.
0: <laughs> Sweet so, babies. Yeah, they're, you know, they're supposed to be asleep and um, taking a nap. Well, the, uh, the oldest one was taking a nap, but then she woke up after an hour, which is not very long, and uh went and then woke up the the other one, the little one, so yeah, now they're both crying <laughs> mm.
2: anyway, so where were we after that? um um, you were talking about how your um you were talking about transitioning more towards the darker oh, side yeah. of magic, the gray to black uh-huh range.
0: Yeah, so that's kind of where I am now. I have no problems with using, you know, hexing and using my puppets and all that kind of stuff to, to you know, make a person learn a lesson if they've done something really bad.
2: So or, or for for justice purposes. That what? Um, we uh, well, I'm familiar. I'm right on board with you. I walk. A crooked path, you could say, uh-huh. um, I tend towards the more positive blends of magic, however, uh-huh. I do believe that hexing and cursing and binding and banishing all uh-huh. have their place, yeah, and sometimes they can serve a greater good. Mhm. Uh-huh. I've seen that happen too, yeah. Cuz what Especially do you do often. with the people who really who really do hurt others?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And so many people come to me for
0: and I'm sure you too for uh different spells. And I I usually it's to banish someone or to free someone or you know, someone that's doing mm-hmm. something doing and so it's like, well, here you go. Here's the spell. I'm here if you need me. And um, I never do a spell for anybody because I, I think that they need to learn on their own if they're going to. I mean, I did a lot of mistakes myself when I was yeah. learning. And that's how you learn. You know,
2: you get out there I don't and you, do what? spells. I don't do spells for hire either. <laughs> me? No. Um, no but but I you. will tell a person how to do magic oh yeah and i can tell you my reasoning behind this so i believe that there are multiple elements to magic right we have our tools and you were saying earlier how everything on the planet has its own vibration it has its own energy Mm -hmm. so the ingredients we use in a spell they all have a unique vibration it's like they're all a different note and you take these different notes and you put them together and you find the right ones let's say your one herb is a little more forceful and you want a a more mellow herb to balance that out you you can create these very delicate balances and harmonies and then you take your emotion, the reason, the motivation for doing the spell in the first place and you concentrate that energy and you focus it and you send it through those unique elements that have that have created a song, that you've put together to create a song and that song with that energy goes out and creates the physical change in our world and I think that it's very difficult for a practitioner to raise the same amount of emotional energy. Yes, we may be more practiced at focusing it, but uh-huh. to raise the energy in the first place, we have to be invested in the working and nobody's going to be as invested in your working as you are.
0: Right. That's the way I figure it too, because you put your own energy into it. and That's, that's what makes the magic work. I can't do a I love spell for you because it would be my energy, not yours, that is put into it. So, I mean, that makes sense. you can't do spells for people. And I, I, I when people come to me, well, somebody had, did a spell for me and it didn't work. Well, of course it didn't work. You didn't do it <laughs> yourself. Duh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it, that's the way I feel about it. You have to do it on not your to- own.
2: The only way you can learn mm-hmm. Not to mention the practice of magic is empowering in and of itself. Oh yeah. Yeah, that is for sure. It's like when you do a spell
0: and it works and you go, Oh yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty fine here. Very good. Yeah. Especially when you see it come to uh, you know, what it needs to do. I'm really into poppets, as you know, we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. So I've seen puppets do some amazing
2: things. Just those little guys
0: they can turn the world around. Mm-hmm.
2: So, they uh, can do... Uh, what type of puppets do you use? I know I was telling you the other day we sell several different varieties of puppets at Hex. Um, um, what is your favorite material for a puppet?
0: Well, um, I'm doing one now, which is I'm doing these poppets. Uh, some of the, my uh, Halloween horror uh, group for their pumpkin contest, they uh, um, they won them. And I was supposed to give it to them like three months ago, but then I it was like, oh, my gosh, I uh, need to get those done. But anyway, they're straw poppets. I made them out of straw, and then I put mm-hmm. yarn and put stuff inside. Oh. They look very really nice. Work. Really good. Yeah. Hello there.
1: Hey, it's Leatherwitch. <laughs>
0: hey, Leatherwitch. Hi.
1: <laughs>
0: I know we we should know that number, dude, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just talking about poppets.
2: Your Yo,
1: poppets are awesome.
0: Yeah. What's yeah.
2: your favorite poppet, Leatherwitch?
1: Oh, my favorite one is, well, the recent one was the Baneful Poppet. That's, oh, that's, that's one that I'm working on right now. It's been on the go now for about six weeks.
0: Yeah, we've been working on Waiting it. Waiting for it to come mm. through. <laughs> well, he did leave, but.
1: Yeah, he did, but he's not where he's supposed to be.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. He'll get there soon enough. I hope so. <laughs> Yeah, we kind of kind of been working on it together. He's in Canada, and mm-hmm. I'm here in and, and I told him what to do and stuff, and he made this beautiful puppet. You should have seen it; it was gorgeous. I mean, one I'd love to just have. It was a skull mm. head, and and it was just awesome. He would have loved it, but he um, he's using it for this one person, and uh, mm-hmm. it did its job. But not exactly, it got rid of the guy. I mean, he's gone, but um, just like we want a little more to happen to him. Just like Mm -hmm. any magic, anything Mm can happen. Yeah, yeah. So, Leatherwitch, you can tell a little more if you want.
1: Oh, my patience grows daily for this guy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know. Are you still shaking the poppet?
1: Oh, every chance I get. I haven't haven't had a chance to bury him yet because it's so. So frozen up here. So
0: I'm going to, yeah.
1: But yeah, every once in a while, I'll go over and grab the coffin and shake the shit out of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> intense, strong intent, definitely.
1: Um, it's like a thousandfold intense for me. This. this oh, I know. I this know. person is uh, just one of those pedophile type guys that just needs to be in the ground. <laughs>
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, not a very cool person at all.
0: No. Anyway.
1: It's upcoming, though.
0: The, oh the yeah, Poppet still has no yeah, <laughs> what it's going to do to him. It's not done yet. But mm. anyway. So, what kind of
2: puppets did you you like? Um. Well, I use a couple of different kinds. Uh, we do sell the wax poppets which you uh-huh. find referenced you know, in a lot of the medieval the wax- grimoires. They're, never- they're puppets made out of wax. Do they did
0: okay, when you make a wax poppet, how do you do that? I always uh, do you just, just do it down to like a liquid and then let it sit and then make it
2: like that? What? well, well always- we don't we don't make the poppet the wax poppets ourselves. Uh Um, But, yeah, what you do is you heat the wax to soften it, and then you can form it. Um, And the thing about wax poppets that's kind of nice is that you can put things in them and seal them up again, but you can also completely and utterly destroy them if that's Uh what you need to do for your working. And... um, they are very traditional. So I enjoy that aspect and they can be inscribed on and you can put sigils on them and, Uh um, and they have that traditional element. So I do enjoy using wax puppets. Wax puppets can also be useful for healing magic because they can be more easily manipulated. Uh Um, And I actually find poppet magic is wonderful for distance healing work.
3: Let's oh. say you have
2: a loved one you care about and you you can't be near them, but they need your presence there or you you would like to be there. If, mm-hmm. if you would like to be able to be there, you can make a poppet of that person and carry it uh-uh. around as a proxy to keep you thinking of them and keep you sending healing energy to that person. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to be there for comfort for them, you can make a poppet. You would have to really trust this individual, but you could mm-hmm. make a puppet to represent yourself that's sympathetic with yourself, and right. send it to them. We um, have another as a
3: as a form of comfort. Hello there. Hi hey, Lori, it's Matt. Hey Raven. Hey. hey. How's Hi Matt. On the air again. Hey. <laughs> you are air. <up> that's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, sorry, I'm late. I had a call with a client in um in London, so I just got some more big news. So good, everything's good. Good. As I was talking in your group earlier on, set the intent and it happens. And I did with did it with my mind, and it happened within an hour. So we're good.
0: Nice, nice. Mind is very powerful. Yes, it is. You set your mind to mm-hmm. something, do whatever.
3: Well, I tend to be more powerful with lack of sleep because I've been awake for thirty two hours now. So
0: oh, more oh boy, how's your leg doing?
3: Really, really sore.
0: I bet. Hmm. I will have to send you some so energy, so, lady,
3: as you were.
0: Okay, <laughs> I'll you on a silent. All right. No, you
3: but... don't. You don't need to mute me. That's okay. But as you were, it seemed like you were having a heated discussion.
0: Oh yeah, we were talking about
2: poppets. Oh. Well, congratulations on your new client.
3: Uh no, it's an old client, but uh he's putting up some more paintings for the charity work I'm doing, so I'm working uh-huh. on that and he made the decision within the hour, so well, he's, oh, well,
0: fantastic. Charity work, awesome. he's an old new
3: client.
0: He's an old new client. He's a he's a client that came back. Yeah. Which is the best
3: kind. Oh he never uh, went anywhere. Actual. He just had a bit of downtime and I was trying to teach him all about the lovely intent and everything. And uh, what happened was he didn't believe me, and then three weeks later he has a seminar at work basically saying exactly what I'm saying, and he come back full (laughs) force. And I just wanted to strangle him at that point and say, yes, Uh, that's what I've been saying.
0: Yeah.
1: Stronger your intent, the better it works out, eh?
0: (laughs) Yes,
3: I just didn't have enough intent with him, obviously. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. So, we're still talking about poppets. I haven't done a wax poppet. I've done cloth. Um, In my past life, when I was hung because of a poppet that they found, um, I did burlap. I I remember Mm -hmm. this. stuffed it with uh, straw and herbs. But um, I have a hard time with burlap. I'm not as good with a needle and thread with burlap because it kind of comes off on the side. It comes off on the yeah, side. It comes
2: off on the side
3: it. it's
0: yeah. Kind of, kind of hard.
2: It hard. Burlap's challenging to sew.
0: Yeah. Very. So I haven't quite figured that one out yeah. yet. You know, I was thinking with the wax, the wax so that'd be very easy to get a mold for a wax, for a poppet
2: No, you mm-hmm. want to do it. With you. No, okay. no, no. You, you want to, you could shape it. I, I find shaping them by hand if you're going to make it yourself is is actually pretty, it's, it's not that awful. It's not yeah, that but yeah, difficult.
0: But hear me out here real quick. You you get a, a mold mm-hmm. for those, and mm-hmm. then you have one side, and then you have the other side. Mm-hmm. And you can put a little hollow thing in the middle of it to put, like, you know, belongings that you want to use. And then in that wax, you can mix herbs. So yeah. it's a clear wax mm-hmm. with herbs. That would be cool. But you can seal it, and you can open it. Yeah. Hmm. kind of came to me,
2: yeah I like I puppets. mean it's a very similar principle to the cloth poppets, uh-huh, yeah,
0: yeah. where well, you stuff their heads
2: down their heads, yeah,
0: Get them nice and just stab them down. well, my little um uh straw poppets, they're really cute, uh, and i I made three today. they were fun.
3: I, I did, did one, yeah,
0: um Raven helped me, she helped me with the glue. I'm really bad at glue. I, I taught her a, a few easy uh, hacks to uh, fill the straws without getting at all everywhere. everywhere and how to get yeah. make a grinder. Yeah. But I did a money luck one and a love one and a spiritual one. So those are all beautiful, good, good little puppets and they were like multicolored. They're tie dyed Yeah, they're tie-dyed. They're cute. They're really cute. So. Mm. Tie-dye mm.
1: pop-it. <laughs>
0: yep, tie-dye pop Five it Five inches. About the size of my hand. About the size of our hand, I guess. A little bigger. So about the normal size or so.
3: Yeah.
0: And they're cute. I love them. And they have hair. They have little hair. They're cute. Oh, <laughs> lovely. Oh, I just thought of a new way to do them.
3: Yeah. yeah those
0: they're,
1: they're, they're cool. cool. Yeah. I used the, uh, the hair of my victim... For my puppet,
0: and also his
2: clothing. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Always, always important to have a personal concern in your puppet. Um,
3: you can use. use <laughs> yeah,
2: you can uh, use a signature if you're if if you can't get access to hair or to their old clothing. You can use a signature to create the sympathetic link. Um, you can use a picture, a photo,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, and Facebook is great for that. Um, because yeah. everybody has their photo just in a little Perfect. square and you just Julia. glue that right on the puppet, Julia. baptize and, it in their name and you're good to go <laughs>
0: pop- for, uh, animals too. Sure. They do have animal puppets. I wonder if I have Joe's hair. I wonder yeah. if I could do a puppet to find them. Maybe. That's one thing that I'd be willing to try. Yeah.
1: You could try that. Just make it like a That's horse for pop. your horse, right? Yes,
0: yeah. the one I've been looking for for going on 13 years. I don't know why I never thought of this. I have just thought of that, too. Mm-hmm. I have his mane.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. And it's not washed. It still smells like it. Yeah.
1: No. What would you call that, a tracking poppet?
0: Yeah, something like that. Or maybe a come-to-me poppet. Yeah. It'd be worth a try. You can use puppets for anything. I did this one. Uh,
2: makes you spell that. Um, it isn't spikenard, the herb spikenard, isn't that like a catnip for horses? Spikenard? I've never heard of that. Hmm. I, don't know. I think it's spikenard. Um you would put
0: everything that would it's, attract. It's an
2: attract. It's an herb that's used often in witchcraft, but it's also a literal attractant for horses.
0: Uh huh.
2: And I was thinking that might be. I'll, I'll double check. I'll go check my herbals oh. after the show and okay. let you know. Well, um, but that than- would be a perfect thing to add to a horse drawing oh. topic. Oh yeah. It's
0: more or less for me to run across him. I I know if he could, he would find me. He'd- yeah. We've seen that before but Yeah. It would be for me to find him. Right. For him to cross my path. Because he's a horse. He yeah. well, you For your petition thing or whatever you want to call it, your piece of paper, you'd have to write down what you want to happen and and then you have to connect the puppet to him. Yeah, by his
1: hair. How his old hair. was the horse before you uh lost lost the horse?
0: Uh he was nine. He was nine. almost ten. 22 now.
1: 13 years ago.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, 05. It, it's been a long, long search. But I never thought of this.
2: You never know. Puppets are amazing. I I still think the attractant's a good a, a good addition, uh-huh. um, even if it is to just cross cross paths again. Uh huh. Oh,
0: okay. Because the puppet itself is going to do what the puppet thinks. It
1: should happen. I've I've seen progress from the poppet that Dark Lady oh, yeah. and I were doing oh, on yeah. this one person. Amazing. Like in the last six weeks, I've seen so much come come to be for this guy. Um, yeah, it's amazing how it worked actually. So yeah. it's 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 proof to me that it works, and I'm not giving up my intent on it until mm-hmm. he's either picked up and put away or in the ground. That's the only way I can do it. <laughs> I had to make a promise to the police officers that I wouldn't touch touch them so yeah. yeah. I rely on the poppet and it's doing it's doing its trick, so well, it's much I'm easier. never giving up <laughs> fine, fine
2: joke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did this one just um, to throw this out there, um, since we're talking about poppets and, and baneful magic. Um, we sell these amazing little rawhide dog chew poppets in the store. Oh. Geez. So basically you would take your target identifying information like a name paper or a personal concern <laughs> if you have one. You would do all the things to link the Rawhide Poppet to the individual to your target, and then you just let your dog go to town <laughs> on the poppet. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked.
1: I love that.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, so we can, uh, there are all kinds of, poppets can do your work for you, okay. your pet can do your work for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Great, because my puppets is chewing everything, man.
2: I've known witches to line the bottom of their litter boxes with photos of people they did not like.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Such things do happen.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My but fan on the gonna. other side for a love poppet too, they work really well too. They do. I did, I did a, um, in fact, it's going to be in my, my um, book. I'm doing an e book on Poppet spells that I've and done. My art will be in and it! Raven's Ooh, Art. Oh, exciting! Piece. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Hopefully, we'll a, have it done in a couple of months. Well, it's going to be over 20 hours of work for me. I know, so. it's going to be quite a bit. But um, it, what's going to be cool about this is it's going to be kind of a picture book plus instructions type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, that'll be cool. Um, but anyway, I did this uh, one oh. where uh, you get you want to bind your love with another person, and um, what I did was a, uh, two puppets, red. Um, get the picture of the one you love and and uh, you. Uh, mm-hmm. It's kind of like. Apple thing, you know, where you cut the apple in half and you get the picture, yeah, the honey type of thing, but I did it with pockets yeah. and bound it you know towards yourself, not away from yourself, mm-hmm. and um then put it in a a pretty little box and and then put it in your underwear drawer, and that will find mm. love together, so I like that one. it's kind of like a I did another one called the Valentine Poppet where if you want to give some somebody your love in a poppet um, to a red poppet and then put a heart on him, on her or him, whatever mm-hmm. and um, then write love on a pink p- piece of paper and put it on the heart and then I filled it with lavender and mm-hmm. um, rose petals a little bit of petulia oil in it and uh, mm-hmm. so, so if you don't have much confidence in yourself it makes you help to love yourself this type of poppet and then you give it to them because you put your intent of your love into this puppet. Intent's very important that you put your magic inside that poppet you know absolutely so and then you give the poppet to them and it helps them know that you love them, and they look at it every day and, and so I like that one too. That's a, my Valentine's puppet, so I that's a want, very
2: sweet one,
0: yeah, I like that one. it's very sweet,
2: <laughs> yeah, so,
0: anyway, so tell us some more about um we have nine minutes, Mama. yeah, we got nine minutes here, uh, so eight minutes before that ruby. Okay. tell me about. Oh, yeah, really. Um tell me about
2: uh Halloween in Salem, tell us, give us oh a little my bit. goodness, October in Salem, and I'm just gonna say October because Halloween is the entire month of October in Salem. Yes. It is our craziest season, but it's also the most fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a witch's ball every year. That would be fun. And we have a witch's ball, we have a psychic fair, and we have the two stores, Hex and Uh Omen. There are usually, we often have visiting authors, teaching classes, and some local names as well, teaching classes. So last year we had Rosemary Ellen Guiley teaching Uh a class and Lori Cabot teaching a class over at omen there are seances nearly every day um on that one people people in the streets dressed up as witches and and anything else you can imagine um (laughs) we have people raising charity raising money for charity by dressing up as witches and posing for pictures um for donation Uh
3: it's
2: it's really it's a I have to say Salem is a big city, but it has a small town feel to it. Yeah. Everybody kind of <laughs> knows everybody else. And you even have... though the locals brace themselves for the busyness of the season, it's always a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Can you imagine if 24,000 witches showed up in Salem next year? <laughs> that would be
2: sweet. <laughs> I don't know how many thousands we've had, um, but um, I know I did something like 600 readings in October. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, I I worked 29 days this past October, and I loved every single one of them. Oh, I bet. Yeah. So the community, I think, is really key to understanding Salem because uh-huh. it really is a place that embraces individuals who are unique, who dance to their own drumbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it, Salem is a place where you can be who you are and be recognized and honored and maybe find other people like yourself.
0: Yeah. Sounds like fun. I've
2: always wanted to visit. I'm gonna make it. There's yeah. live music in the street. There's Gosh. a million good places to eat. I've never had a bad meal in Salem. Um, yeah. And it's it's beautiful, and the ocean's right there. Um,
1: there you go, dark lady.
2: Yeah. Totally worth the trip out. Yeah. Well, we're always um we're always looking for new psychics in October for the psychic fair as um, well. So How how long
0: how long can you what I mean, if I wanted to get in maybe at the end or or if I came over for a week, can you just do it for a
2: week or um, uh, for the psychic fair, I don't yeah. think so, but, um, yeah. but it's still, it's, I, I would say it's, it's worth doing turned it into my whole life. So I was going to say it's worth doing at least once, but, <laughs> but I've done a, I've taken it a lot further than that. So <laughs> it's, yeah. it's my dream. Um, So, but it's a great way to kind of meet new people and learn from others. And I think that's one of the best things about Salem is you have so many different witches who walk so many different paths and it's like you were describing when you first discovered the books on Wicca. It's Uh like you get to see what's out there and see what resonates most with you, what makes your soul happy. Uh-huh. what feels right and true can you see the ocean so, from... um salem goes right up to the ocean you can't mm-hmm. see it from hex or omen but a couple of streets down and there is ocean right there yeah nice well it sounds like a cool
0: place that's for sure
2: it's a very cool place, and I'm I'm happy to be a part of it, and I always love introducing people to it. Is it cold there right now, or mild? It is very cold. It's uh-huh. um, today was in the 20s, uh-huh. and we have the ice sculpture festival coming this weekend. Hey. So we have we have warmer weather for it. So. They're going to be the sculptures are going to be carved at noon tomorrow, and by 6 p.m. the streets will be lit up with um, lights under the sculptures.
0: Pictures, girl. We need pictures.
2: Nice. So <laughs> it, it'll be it. it'll be quite the scene. I'll have to post some pictures.
0: Yes, please do. Yeah, I'd love to see see
2: them. Hey, well, it was
1: great you- talking to you guys. I have to go now. Yes.
2: Okay. So nice meeting you in person, Leatherwitch Or over the phone
1: (laughs) Well, hopefully maybe in the future We could all get together And have face-to-face time That would be cool
2: That would be fun That would be lovely
1: (laughs) Anyway, have fun, guys I'll talk to you soon
3: Okay Okay, good night So, Lori, I'm waiting out the front of my house To be picked up while getting business calls flooding in Um, I'm going to jump off here, too let me know when you want, right. want me for half an hour on a Friday, and I can tell you all about intent plus some personal experiences I had in a oh. very spiritual place when I lived in Australia. All right.
0: Okay, sweetie.
3: Okay, you girls have a good night, okay? Thank all you. Right, you. Thank too. you for everything you do.
0: All right, thanks. Good job there. Mama. Oh, I got rid of. You did? You yeah. did? Yeah. Really? Love. We love you. We only have two minutes on air. <laughs> I'm anyways. sorry, it cut you off there. Um, anyway, thank you very much for being with us, and I'll talk to you soon. I'm sure. I um, think I should handle uh yeah, call. Yeah, I, I, here I on did on out. that. That was my you. You do pathway. realize, there, dark lady, when they hang up, it takes them off the call, right? Oh, I didn't have to. No, you didn't have, have to. to. No. Anyway, okay, I'm learning. I am learning. So there's that, that really. Lady. Lady. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, sweetie. Um, we love you. We'll we'll talk soon, and thank you so much for being my guest. So um, I guess this is. Oh, right, we we've got we we've gotta play the end one. Yeah, we gotta play the ending. Where is it? Where is it? Creaky door end. All right. Okay, guys. We'll be talking to you soon. Rude lady. Rude. Have a good weekend and a good week. Bye. Bye.